0: Hey everybody and welcome to the Sound Up Now podcast. I'm joined today by David Breyer who is a branding expert and has just started his venture into the audio space, audio realm, however you might want to say it. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, He's got a great website that has a lot of really good tidbits and information on branding and some success stories and some there was one of them you sent or I saw that it was a food product and their old packaging was horrible and it looked like something that was cheap and crappy at a gas station and just the way the the rebranding of that product worked, I wish I remember the name of it I just thought that was one of the, the neatest ones you did but now you're doing audio and I want to know how you're branding yourself and why flash briefings are a direction that you're going uh, when it comes to creating audio
1: Sure, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me and And so I'll jump right in. I mean, one thing I would say is that every brand obviously needs to have its presence felt. It has to have a good captivating brand story. It has to have a good strong visual brand that's unmistakable that helps it stand apart and differentiate it. And so with all that, once all those things are in order, then it's a matter of really where do you want to have a presence so that others can discover you and get engaged in what you're doing and bringing to the world. Whether that's a personal brand or whether it's a a product or a service or anything, you need to have that presence. So obviously, many brands of any sort have a YouTube channel or they have an Instagram account or they have a presence here, presence there, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I have a very large following on Twitter. I have quite a good following on Instagram uh the YouTube is is really growing very very nicely but I've been following as many probably many of your listeners have they' they're aware of or fans of Gary Vaynerchuk um, or Gary V and like audio, yes. yep and he loves audio he they had the first uh, event that called voice con 2018 that, his team and the company VaynerMedia uh, put together. And people from around the world flew in for this day long event. And I know that he gave you guys a shout out, which was
0: awesome. Yeah, We, we but, definitely created quite a few Snapchat filters that he they, that they ended up using, which was great.
1: Uh, absolutely. And so, but one of the things he talks about is kind of, to me, it's kind of amusing because I mean, I've been doing this for over 30 plus years. And so it's amusing when I hear, audio is the next wave, because I start going, well, that sounds like radio back, you know, like what, I think in the 40s or 50s, it's like, hey, man, there's this new, there's this new medium called radio, you know, but, but, you know, obviously, um, there are some brands that are very known for their sound. Um, They're very known for their voice, their, you know, whether it's their spokesperson, or, or a little, Ringtone or sonic thing or jingle—all these various things—you know—that's been part of of creating a brand for decades. But now I, I really saw this Alexa thing. I thought this was fascinating because while podcasts have been around and have really been t- there's a whole podcast culture, people who really take those in. I started to look at, well, you know, the fact that I forget I, I, I forget how many. I think it might be in the twenty plus million. Uh, uh, Alexa device owners. It it might be well more than that, 30 or 40. I forget the statistic, but I know it's at least in excess of 20 million. So I started doing the math and going, wait a second. All those people have this device. That device, they could literally say, hey, Alexa, give me the news and the news that they've chosen, meaning these Alexa skills that you and I are talking about. And so someone could really say, I want that part of my you know, it's almost like your personal jukebox where you choose, you know, these are the things that I want to be part of my news. I want to hear from David Breyer five days a week. I want to hear from Gary Vaynerchuk. I want to hear from this person or NPR or whatever. And they can basically then get those things, and Alexa will allow those to they'll activate those particular briefings. I got quite excited about that, because that was something that I felt I could do quickly. And then when I discovered you guys. Um, I was introduced to you guys by a fellow by a fellow colleague, and uh, anyway, it was started to like do this and do this, and I was like, "Oh, this is exciting!" So I got a particular microphone for my iPhone. Basically, I converted my iPhone into a mobile studio, which was hysterical. And was so, way I,
0: easier than the setup I even have right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I can sit down, and it'll take me, you know, take me five, eight minutes to record one, as long as one can think on their feet and be conversational, that's fine. Um, some people aren't as comfortable with that. They might want to have a, something written down or notes or whatever. I'm, I'm totally the opposite. It's like, just give me, give me just space, I'll fill it. <laughs> there
0: you go. Yeah, notes can make you sound a little bit robotic sometimes as well as I find whenever I have notes, maybe a cheat sheet sometimes, but if I try to write something down, I actually have to edit more because I pause to read the notes yeah. when I can just usually speak and be fine with it.
1: Yeah. But to their own. Yeah. And so what I did was, you know, I took I i took one morning, um, and I I did my little intro. Uh so I have like a, you know, really short. I wanted to, it basically was like think of it as a bumper, you know, sort of like so someone goes, Hey man, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Three, da 321 You know, it's 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 not that corny, but it's it's just A to B. It has a little bit of you know little soundtrack so i created that and i have that in the beginning and i have a little i think about a maybe five second closing little doo-doo-doo, you know or something like that so people know that it's done there's a start in the middle and the finish and then every but day
0: there's, that's a bit. important by the way for flash briefings to to have a definitive beginning and ending i've heard a few that it's just someone talks and i've heard a few where they don't even introduce themselves i don't think you want to have an intro so long that people tell, say, Alexa, skip. But I do think you need to let people know it's beginning and ending. So I agree with having that.
1: Totally, totally. And, and, I, and I, knew, I knew it had to be an identifier point because for those that, you know, there's going to be really be two core audiences. There's going to be those who are like tuned in and gone, I really dig this. And it, so it can't be too long if they've heard it 20 or 30 times. And then obviously for those that are new, it gets the point across. So, I just kind of say, hey, man, boom. You know, I've identified who I am. I've identified that I have an Amazon best selling book on branding called Brand Intervention. You know, bang, three, two, one. And I literally do a countdown three, two, one. And it's like, hey, this is David. And here's what we want to talk about today. Blah, 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 blah. So, I kind of treat it as a really conversational vibe so that it's almost like, Maybe if we were to run into each other on, you know, at the coffee shop, be like, "Hey, man, what's up today?" Oh, I'm glad you asked. Here's it is. Da da, da, da. <laughs> you know, so.
0: And you're doing you're doing daily. Or are you doing five or seven days a week? I
1: do. I do. The I don't do. I don't do five days all the time. I, I had the setting that I have, as per your recommendation, is that I have it set for for weekly. So that way, if I skip a day, it will pick up the last one. So. Right. The, the whole thing is the schedule that I have ideally is basically Monday through Friday, five days a week. And so sometimes it gets a little nuts and I, there might be three. And, and so a couple of them have replayed, but they're short enough and they're informative enough. Cause to me, the key, the key point is I'm not just sitting there as sort of some spectator on the sideline saying, well, isn't it interesting? I wonder how this, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you how I feel about that. It's not that kind of, to me, that's crap. To me, I want to basically. I know that my audience, because my flag, my Alexa skill, the title of it is "What's Next in Branding," and specifically for entrepreneurs, anybody engaged in in the field where they're responsible for branding a company, or they're responsible for making sure a company gets heard, seen, or there might be a startup. Um, So that's my audience. So I really give them, okay, what's a tool that I can give them today? that they're gonna actually be able to put into use immediately, either to get them to really reconsider, are we doing the best thing for our brand now? And to give them a little tool to evaluate that. Or actually sometimes I've even had, here's something I want you to basically do. This is a 30 day challenge. I want you to basically implement this and I can guarantee you at the end end of those 30 days, you will be in a much better place with regard to that particular um, exercise or or activity that I basically recommended.
0: I definitely like the actionable um, briefings and, and things. I, there's, there's nothing worse than the clickbait title of, learn how to do this, and then they get into it. We're gonna try and see if this works out. And well, you know, maybe you should have said that in the title too. Uh, yeah. It's always nice when you, you, know, you get a book or you get an article or a podcast and it, it gives you something to do and try. Uh, and, and even then there's still a lot of um, people that that just they won't they just want to hear it and it's their motivation to get through uh, that to me is a beneficial thing I listen to my flash briefing because I want to learn something that is relevant for that day and things I'm going to do I don't and maybe some people have their flash briefing set up to motivate me to keep moving I don't know uh, once again to each their own with that but I think having something actionable in a flash briefing or informative enough to where it's useful, uh, is, is the exact reason the flash briefing exists.
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. Cause it is, cause it, is it is called an Alexa skill. Um, I mean, per- personally, I, I would, I'd really like, I, I would figure that, you know, Amazon being the powerhouse that it is in terms of, um, you know, I mean, they're obviously doing more right than wrong as a company in terms of managing their brand and is not the other. But I, w- I personally would really love if they would narrow it down. What the hell is this thing called? Is it an Alexa skill or is it a flash briefing? I've heard, I've heard every mishmash, and it, personally, yeah. it drives me nuts.
0: <laughs> us too, because people always ask us what's the difference, and the answer isn't that easy, even though I know the answer because. Yeah, well, Let's not get into it on this podcast, but a quick thing is that the flash briefing itself is a skill and you have a individual briefing that is also technically a skill, but it's within a skill. And I'm going to stop there before we get too technical.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I, I mean the way I think of it is Alexa skill is kind of like the umbrella thing that you're bringing to the table and the flash briefing is that particular episode or series of episodes. That's the only way that I've been able to have it in my head.
0: Yeah, that's a good analogy as well. I, cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of how it works. So, so you've got your, your, your flash briefing and stuff. So how are you uh, promoting these? Are you promoting your flash briefing as a whole? Or are you doing individual episodes? What are you doing with, in that space? I am,
1: I've done both. Uh, I've shared with you some, a few different things. Like, for example, I, I said, like I, 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 because I'm in the field of branding and, and design and brand story, one of the ones I actually took an overhead shot of, a, of an Alexa dot, and then, there, and because the the icon that's created for one's Alexa skill is also circular, I put the two of them side by side, and I said, you know, helping you connect the dots uh, in business, and this wow. not the other. And people, okay. people, people really loved that one for just the Alexa skill in general. But I definitely, I definitely promote each episode, and I share it on LinkedIn and on Twitter and and any place that I I can and I like you know I've done I've done one where I said you know how to be awesome like bacon you know
0: (laughs) and and by the way for anyone listening to this this will be on the website we'll have a blog post with this episode and I'm going to include some of these images, these promo images in, so you can kind of see an idea. Also, if you're listening to this on an Alexa flash briefing, if you open your Alexa app and click the read more on the little card that's going to pop up on your home screen, uh, it'll take you to that blog post as well because some of these graphics are pretty good. I, 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 do, I did like the connect the dots. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, the connect the dots was there. And and after, and a buddy of mine who's an amazing uh, impressionist, Jim Meskimen, he, um, he does amazing amazing impersonations that's what he he's, he's a voice actor and he ends up he goes to Gary V's voice con and now his mother was Marion Ross from Happy Days this is, that's Jim Meskin's mother so so he ends up she had just come out with a book and so she ends up um, inscri- doing an inscription for when Jim presents Gary with the book and it tripped, and she totally drops an f bomb about about just crushing it, continuing to crush it at her age because she's like eighty, oh, wow. uh, eighty eight or I mean so but she's still keep crushing it. And anyway, he loved it. He gave Jim a shout out. So anyway, so so Jim and I we ended up doing several episodes right after that talking about voice, the power of voice, and voice con. And so so we've done episodes on Gary V. We've done episodes, I've done episodes on different um so many actually let me just see i can i'm gonna pull up i'm gonna pull up because i I have a whole i have a folder called alexa promo and that that's what i that's where i keep all of the the wild and crazy promotions because you know i know it's all about shameless and endless promotions if you're not going to do it i did one about independence i did one about oh i did a thing just the other day on chick-fil-a chick-fil-a has the most unbelievable statistics they're crushing everyone in the fast food space and they're really
0: bad for arby's where we live there's an arby's next door and there will be two lines wrapped around the building at chick-fil-a because they have two lines open now and arby's will have one car
1: i understand i understand but what's wild is that i mean chick-fil-a for example they're open six days a week they're not even open on sundays right so you know so they're they're just doing it according to their own rules but they have the highest rating they've got unbelievable statistics um, and so that's, that's the kind of stuff that I just get into with, I just talk about things that anybody can use to learn from, like, what's their secret? And I like, Oh, well, here's their secret. Here's what they're doing that you can actually implement, uh, as a business owner.
0: So that's, that's really, that's an interesting angle. I would, I would not honestly thought about that, but you know, there are certain brands, I think, you know, and Chick-fil-A, every brand has its controversies, but you there's some brands where you kind of get a feeling, or you know, there's a quality there. Um, you know, if you're going to go to Starbucks, it's probably going to be somewhat consistent. Um, you know, but if you go to a Burger King, it might not be. And that's that's that feeling I have with. Now I'm not a fast food connoisseur, but that's that's the feeling I have is. Like,
1: you put you, you put you put fast food and connoisseur in the same sentence. That was very brave of you. <laughs>
0: You know what i think you can be a connoisseur of everything anything if you really want to <laughs> there you, uh, go. <laughs> you know you're a maybe you're a, a, a target walmart kmart roses connoisseur i don't know yeah. but uh even if it's not in your industry i i always look at other companies and say okay well, what are they doing that's better you know if, for an example i was in orlando recently at uh the mall and almost directly across the mall from each other is the microsoft and the apple store microsoft store when we went a couple years ago, no one was in there. We went six months ago, Microsoft Store, a few more people than last time we were there. Could be wow. that time of year. But Microsoft has done a really good job recently of sort of rebranding and, and coming out with more high-quality products. It's still, they're not, they don't have the same branding as well as, as Apple does. And it's, it's interesting to, if you step back and look at how the company does their stuff and, and, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that, well, that's, you know, I mean, Apple, Apple owned, Apple owned the, you know, the apples, apples was, was the, the original. Uh, Whereas, whereas the Microsoft, the Microsoft store copied Apple period. And that, and that, and that's, you know, if, if, if I were to make any recommendation to Microsoft, I'd say, you know, why don't you just pivot and ask yourself, so what would we do today? Because I think Microsoft has been upping its game. I think they've been improving their game. And they've been, coming, they've been coming out of the shadows of their history. But now it's a matter of, okay, guys. So if you wanted to tell the world your story today, brand new, how would you do it? How would you go about it? And that's the one thing that I think if they wanted to really shake things up, that's how they could really, really make a difference. And, you know, create stores that are true to them. They, they, didn't, they didn't know their own DNA at the time when they copied Apple. So at the time, they were copycat. That was the simplicity. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you go into an Apple store and you walk in and you almost maybe feel like you're in an, a gallery, the way everything is set up. It Correct. has a feel to it. You go to the Apple store, it's not cluttered. You go to the Microsoft store and it feels like Brookstone. That's you right. Know, the vibe is different. And then they've got a million different products because of what they do. But it just has this clutteredness to it. And I, I, I do think that you know, maybe they did copy Brickstone, maybe actually. And then that's the model they wanted to go after. But it's not as inviting as Right. It
1: is. right. Well, you, got, you have to be true to your culture. And if you're just, and if you're just going, we're going to be like them, that's the, now, now you're just true to someone else. You don't even know who your master is.
0: I want to ask you a couple of questions. I like to ask people when I have them on here. So lately, what would you say your best or your favorite marketing tactic is for either site or whatever social media platform? What, what, what right now seems to be working the best for you when it comes to promoting your, uh, your stuff?
1: Well, one thing is. And, and it, part of it, and so this part of is a little more strategic than, than tactical, but one thing is constancy by which i mean you have to be really all in in terms of your schedule in terms of your presence and it doesn't mean bombarding and it doesn't mean overextending your welcome but like when i tell people how many times i post things to twitter a day or uh linkedin a day they're like what they they, they you know and the, but the thing that happens is there's two things that I'm always looking for. Well, I'm looking for one, sharing things that will be of value, but at the same time, me coming away with what's gaining traction? What are the things that people find interesting? You know, Do they like something that's um, a new insight? Or do they like me featuring some uh, a client and, and making them the star? Or do they like knowing how some company crushed it? Like one of my clients that went from a startup of zero sales to a two hundred and fifty million dollar valuation in six years, do they like knowing that? So it's always a matter of, to me, it's it's constancy in terms of output and constancy in terms of observation. Those are the two things that I always do. The other thing, the other thing that's interesting is, and, and this absolutely is, is from Gary V. This is from his kind of his playbook and his mentality, and I kind of had to. I guess, get used to this, this idea. But what happened was, is at the end of November, um, I ended up publishing a book that I'd been working on for two years and it's called brand intervention. Um, it's available on amazon.com, uh, amazon.com. It ended up becoming a, a bestseller within two days, an Amazon bestseller shark, uh, shark tank investor, Damon John wrote the forward to it. People love the book. Um, it's, you know, got, it's, it's the reviews from people are amazing uh, more than I could ever have hoped for. Um, but after that, I was like, how am I going to now continue to provide a presence? So I decided in the beginning of the year, and this is where the Alexa thing fits in In the beginning of the year, I decided to do a one minute Wednesday. Uh, every, every Wednesday I did I do a video um, I published one that's one minute of a real, with a, a, a real valuable takeaway. It's not just me just rambling. It's like, here's a tip. And it literally is just 60 seconds. I mean, if somebody can't fit that in, well, whatever. Now that I knew that it would be a slow burn, but I, and so, you know, I was like, well, I, you know, is it going to be 500 views, a thousand views? Well, what's it going to be? You know, the numbers are lower than I want them to be, but they're loyal numbers. And I mean, they'll be, they'll, the the average viewing is like between 130 to about uh, 300. No, I'm sorry, about 150 to 300 views per week. And then they build and they slowly build on top of that. Now, that's the immediate viewing. And at first I was like, oh, that's crap. You know, that's just not enough. Um, And of course, I'd like it to be 15,000. You know, I'd love it to be, you know, 40,000 it will get there. I'm quite confident we'll get there. But the thing that I learned, and this is where Gary V comes in is, you know, what that's 150 to 300 more conversations I'm having per week than if I didn't do it.
0: Yeah. this is you know? True.
1: And so, and so there was that aspect. And then on top of that, I was like, and when I heard about the Alexa thing, I was like, I was like, you know, that adds another facet because one thing that people told me, from very early on in my career they said, You have a great voice. Have you ever thought about doing radio? And I always dismissed it. I was like, What did, whatever. And then I occasionally then I started doing videos for my own company um on YouTube, some of which have gone exceedingly viral. Like I like think the top one is three hundred and seventy-two thousand views, which is incredible. But people say, Wow, your voice, they they love my voice. I'm like, All right, good. Well, since people are digging my voice, I figured that the Alexa thing, in terms of my the speed with which I can create an episode, and the ability to just literally do it almost anywhere, and then I just go into GarageBand and I take out the ums, the uhs, the like, well, you know, or one too many like, blah 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 blah, like blah 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 blah, which is such a bad cultural habit in America. We just don't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so, I try and get my myself through that. Then yeah. Not
1: yeah. But that's, but so, so that's, so that's kind of like the thing is constancy and looking at the, looking at the channels and, and I guess not, and not trying to spread myself so thin, like, oh man, I'm not doing enough. Like, I know I could be doing more on Instagram, but you know what? It's like, I, I have, I do have my business to run. I do have my clients to service. All of those things exist and those are real. So I kind of pick the places where I can really do it. And, and, you know, and it starts, uh, it starts snowballing. And so I would say one has to go in to these things with the long-term, you know, I mean, I figure that, I mean, I, and, and I'll just, again, I, I don't, I don't mean to be like Gary V's little, little choir boy on the side, but he did say one of the things that's highly applicable here. He says, you know, um, he goes, and I remember this specifically about six months ago, he goes, it was either 10 or 12 years. He goes, it was 10 or 12 years to the day that he published his first video on YouTube. And he goes, for the first year, nobody watched me for shit, yeah. zero. And, and, and he goes, and I just kept at it. And, he, and, he, and I remember the first time that I heard him talk about the fact that he has patience. You don't look at Gary Vee and the way he talks and, this and, that and the other, and the speed with which he yeah. talks and think he has patience. But when he puts it in context, you go, wow, I guess he really does, he doesn't expect Immediate entitled return on each and every activity. And that's the one thing that I would definitely state to anybody: go into this for the long play. Go in for the marathon, don't go in for the sprint. Don't go, you know what? I'm going to try it for a week or a month and see if I see what happens.
0: And I agree. And a couple of things that I think you can do. If you put out a video when you first start and it's one of your favorite, and one of your best, and now you've got a bunch of views. Well, maybe do a follow-up video and redirect people to that video if you think people want to hear it. But also if, if you look at a video and you're just starting out and you're getting a hundred, 300 views, think about this. It might seem little compared to someone like Gary Vee, but put that many people in a room and there's a lot more people than you think. And exactly. when you actually go to, I, I recently went to a, um, a smaller uh, meeting and gave a talk and I was like, man, this room is packed. It looks like a ton of people. It was 35 people, but it looked like a lot of people. And 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 I granted, I'm a you know former full time musician. I've played in front of really large crowds, but when you really break it down and look, 35, 100, it's a lot of people. It really is. Um, But you can always go back as as long as it's somewhat relevant and, and bring up the old stuff or even repost it, you know, and say, here's a post, here's Throwback Thursday from years ago. Here's a here's a post I have. So, yeah, I um we've done. And and we have a marketing company as well, and we do videos, and, and sometimes the videos they, they work well, sometimes they don't. Uh, it takes practice, and maybe you don't want people to see your first few videos anyway. You should just kind of keep going. Right. That that's my philosophy on it. I really we we do these videos, our ads are these two minute videos of us just standing over here talking, and I really barely even edit them unless I go on some sort of tangent that afterwards I'm like, why did I even. Talk like that for two minutes, and they cut it out, like I'm doing now. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. Is you know, I agree. Don't don't get yourself down and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, before we head out, do you have any parting words or anything you want to promote besides your flash briefing?
1: Well, they should definitely they should definitely uh, subscribe to what's next in branding. If they have a business of any sort, if they've got a gig of any sort, if they manage a brand, if they if they're interested in growth or an entrepreneur of, of any type, they should absolutely go there. And I would, I would totally say, look, you know, if, you, if, you, if this type of stuff actually is of interest to you, definitely visit my, go to risingabovethenoise.com. That's my website, rising, R-A-S-I-N-G, risingabovethenoise.com. And you can subscribe there. There's a free uh, ebook that you can get, The Lucky Brand. Um, and if you really want to delve in, Buy, buy, the hardcover version. The hardcover, not the paperback. Because if I ever run into you and you say, "Will you please sign it?" and it's a paperback, I won't sign it. I'll only <laughs> sign the hardcover because the hardcover is the production values that I respect. So get, get that brand intervention is you're what all about
0: it's, the branding, guys? What's that? I said you're all about the branding.
1: All about the branding, because I outline. Because I'll, I'll, I'll actually tell you one thing that I think you'll find this of interest as well as listeners is that the part of what inspired me writing the book was if you were to go to amazon.com right now and just searched for branding under books, you would get over 8,000 books. I think I did the math and if you read one book a day, it would take you about 330 years. Now, the thing is is that there's over 8,000 books and in my experience, when I read business books or books like that, if I have a 300 page book, I'll find that 10 pages tend to be the actual meat and all the rest is filler, fluff, or whatever. And so, what I want to do is, I want to create a book that was totally unlike that. You will see when you see the design of it, the look of it, and the content of it. I'm a native New Yorker if it's not immediately obvious. So, from this, I'm this is a straight in your face, just it gives you the stuff that I have dealt with for 30 years. These are the 33 things that always come up that I've helped clients do, and the tools in that book. Are responsible literally for millions of dollars in sales every single day seven days a week 365 days a year millions I'm not exaggerating I'm not like well it's not tens of that million the clients that I service millions of in sales and revenue are generated from the tools in that book that's why I would say if you want to grow grab the book
0: there you go. Well, David, thank you for spending time with us. I'm, I'm sure uh, people are going to really get something out of this. And, you know, subscribe to his Flash Briefing. The link will be down in the show notes or the blog post or wherever you're listening. Thank you. Follow him. Everything's in the show notes. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for having me, man. I'm horrible at intros and outros. <laughs> <laughs>